Welcome to the Long and Short of the Week Ahead, a production of Horizon SLJ Capital that takes a look at the macroeconomic themes of the week ahead and has been recorded for professional investors. My name is Matt Jones, Head of Distribution for Horizon SLJ Capital, and I'm joined by Neil Staines, Senior Portfolio Manager. Welcome back, Neil. It's great to have you here with us again. Thanks very much, Matt. It's great to be here. As ever, there's a lot to focus on in the week ahead. However, is it really going to be focused on inflation and growth or is it growth and inflation? Where's the emphasis for the next week? Absolutely. Yeah, thanks, Matt. It's, an, it's been another complex week for financial markets as uh, relatively few data and events outside of the ECB forum on central banking from Sintra meant that sentiment and positioning into the month end, quarter end and half year end at the end of this week caused what in our view were for some notable distortions to the rates for markets. Some of this, as you rightly say, is the shift. Some of this, as we reach terminal rates and peak restrictiveness from global central banks, is a function of the fact that we are shifting our expectations back towards growth and not just inflation. Next week, as we kick off July, Q2 and the second half of 2023, we have a few key focal points to watch out for. Firstly, after last week's central bank conference in the Portuguese mountains, central banking and the inference for front-end and peak rate pricing will remain front and centre next week. Tuesday, we get the RBA meeting where the broad expectation is of a 25 basis point rate hike. And this has been brought into question, however, by a sharp drop in inflation in May, with headline dropping to 5.6% from 6.8% in April, well below expectations. Now, while central banks increasingly wish to stress the data dependence of policy, they will not wish to be seen to flip-flop on noisy macro data. 25 and a more balanced narrative is therefore likely from our perspective. Next week also brings the FOMC minutes from the June meeting. Now, in June, the Fed delivered a pause to reflect on the past tightening and likely to alter or slow the pace of hikes to more closely monitor the credit impact of recent bank stress as activity continues to slow. Markets will pay acute attention to discussions on the inference of a change in the pace and also the balance of views on the committee after Atlanta Fed Bostic has emerged as a candidate for the most dovish member of late. An interesting late night on Wednesday with the FOMC minutes. Secondly, as central banks more clearly approach peak policy restrictiveness, markets are increasingly focused on this the growth part of the inflation growth trade-off. Next week's release of the US Services and Manufacturing ISM data uh, will be keenly watched in this regard for inference on the momentum of composite economic activity. Services momentum and price momentum will be key for sentiment, particularly after the disappointing service sector momentum indicators from the European PMI equivalents just recently, particularly in France. We also get the final readings for Europe to confirm initial reactions. Ultimately, a big focus on the swing back towards growth next week. Then finally, it's that time again, the non-farm payroll week. Now, as Powell emphasised the equity of the maximum employment and price stability aspects of the dual monetary policy mandate of the Fed at the past FOMC, and as the new SEPs revise down expectations for the unemployment rate, it is likely that monetary policy is more sensitive to weakness in employment going forward. Central 
or median market expectation is for a 200,000 headline payroll gain, uh, a tick down in the unemployment rate to 3.6% and a tick down in average hourly earnings to 4.2%. Hot on the heels of Jolts, Challenger and ADP reports on Thursday. The back end of next week is all about jobs. Fantastic. A big week indeed and lots to look out for. In the meantime, we have the weekend and uh, I think I already know, but what are you going to have your eye on? Absolutely. Yeah, it looks like uh, the weather may be okay after all this weekend, though maybe not sunny enough for a barbecue. And as is so often the case, the rain looks set to return for the start of Wimbledon on Monday and remain mixed, if warm, for the full fortnight. Uh, Formula One is back uh, with the teams travelling to Austria. Podium places outside of Red Bull, the most interesting aspect of this year, looks set to continue. But for me, this weekend's activities will be carried out against a soundtrack of the radio coverage of the second Ashes test from Lords. Hopefully, some of this well-timed cloud cover will help England with some much-needed swing. It looks set to be a bit of a nail-biter this weekend, but thrilling all the same. Absolutely, and I'll definitely be keeping an eye on the cricket. Thank you, Neil, for joining us and for outlining your thoughts on the week ahead. I look forward to catching up with you next week. Thanks very much, Matt. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us for the long and short of the week ahead. Further insights are available on our website, horizonsljcapital.com. We look forward to you joining us again next week for more insights into macroeconomic events and the long and short of the week ahead. Information data and views were accurate as at the time of recording. The views expressed by presenters are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Urizen SLJ Capital, Urizen Capital or the Intesa San Paolo Group. The information and opinions contained in this recording are for information purposes only and do not purport to be full or complete. The recording is directed to professional investors only and is not intended for and should not be relied upon by other investors. Information in this recording does not constitute an offer to buy, sell or the solicitation of any offer to buy or sell securities and or any derivatives.